I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Business Boost Podcast. As a fellow business owner, I'm sure you can identify as being someone who is responsible for generating a lot of content as part of your working week. Now, I'm not talking just about your social media content. I'm talking about the emails that you send, whether it's to your entire list or individually to clients. I'm talking about the content that is on your website. I'm talking about the content that may appear in the handouts that you give to clients or worksheets or questionnaires or forms that you ask people to fill in when they start working with you. So I have a question for you. Do you ever consider how your content could be received by one of the 1 billion people worldwide who are living with disabilities? Now, this is absolutely not a judgment zone because if you aren't considering that, you are actually in the majority. So I have asked a very special guest to join me today to talk about the importance of making our content accessible. So Catherine Collins is my guest. She is an accredited accessible document specialist, and she has built a really successful business helping organizations make their documentation accessible to everybody, especially people living with a disability, a vision impairment, or who are neurodivergent. Kat is committed to helping businesses of all sizes to understand the importance of accessibility when creating bespoke document designs, and that is what she's here to talk to us about today. It's definitely an area that gets overlooked. Uh, She is very well aware of that, but I think it's like so many things in business. As business owners, we don't know what we don't know. And Kat is the perfect woman to educate us in this space. She's got some really simple tips for you to help get you started. So without any further ado, let's get stuck into my chat with Cat Collins. Cat, thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of your Business Boost podcast. Oh, and thank you for having me. Bit of an honor being on here. (laughs) I'm looking forward to this chat. So I would love to start because I love a business backstory. Tell our listeners about your business and how you came to be doing what you're doing. Okay, so it all started probably about 10 years ago. Um, I've come up through the print industry in various, various areas. I wanted to get out of that and move into not-for-profit. So I ended up in a production role, uh, which included document accessibility. So that was my first introduction. I was doing that for a few years, really sort of got a feel for it, was really starting to enjoy it. And then ended up um, falling pregnant and had to leave it because I went off on maternity leave. So you took maternity leave 
and then made that leave permanent from your full-time job. Yes. So basically there was a bit of a restructure and I wasn't able to get back into my, to the opposition. Um, but I had a few, I still have my colleagues going, we still need you come back. And one of them made the, uh, I made the great suggestion about starting my own business. So, so that's how it came to be. So how many years ago was that? Ooh, that would have been, uh, so it's been four, probably about four and a half years ago now. Congratulations. And it's basically it was me sitting sitting at the kitchen table, <laughs> yep. got my one client and, yep. and it all started from there. That's how so many businesses start. It's just, you know, someone needing you and the thing that you are brilliant at and away you've gone so four and a half years down the track are they still a client uh yes they are well they are. happily they've they have you know the best thing with this is you sort of support the business to then do it on their own so yeah, okay. potentially do myself out of work but yep. the main goal that I've always wanted is just for businesses to make their content accessible and to be able to do it themselves. And how many clients are you serving now? So I'm working mainly with government, arts, disability. Um, so there's sort of a few, probably about 20 clients at the moment. Wow, amazing. Uh, yeah, and they're long-term, like most of them have been around, feel them been around since the start, but it's just really grown by word of mouth. Yeah, incredible. And is it still just you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. So tell it to us like we're six-year-olds. What is accessible content? Okay. Good question. (laughs) Probably, look, I'll probably start with with a couple of questions first. If you can think of it this way. So if someone can't see your content, can they hear it? If someone can't hear the content, can they see it? Uh, and are there, so basically, are there multiple ways for the same information to be accessed? Basically, content that everyone can access, including people with disabilities, that's mm-hmm. where the main benefits are. Yeah. Um, people can interact with content in ways that fit their own needs and preferences. They can be navigated easily, read easily, uh, whether it's by sight or, yeah, using assistive technology, including screen readers. Got it. Okay. And can I just drill down a little bit further there? When you say content, do you, are you referring to essentially everything that, that comes out of our business? Basically, yes. Everything can be made accessible. So look, I'm, I'm an accessible document specialist. Yeah. So I I do work mainly with documents, um, but your websites needs, you know, ideally should be accessible documentation should be accessible social yeah. media should be accessible like there is so much scope there yeah yeah and do you feel like this is something you know because obviously most businesses are are pushing out a lot of content you know for like our emails our like you know not just our edms but our actual you know back and forth with with clients and our booking systems and all of that sort of internal stuff that goes to our immediate clients then you've got the other layer of people who aren't already clients but they're interacting with content like sales pages websites 
social media, that kind of thing. Do you feel like there needs to be um, uh, almost like a triage system in terms of like importance? Like, because I imagine that that like are the projects that you do massive? Like, are we talking like big overhauls here? Like, or you know, is it one step at a time kind of thing? Okay, so on that, there's. One, one way I look at organisations, say if I'm, you know, would like to work with an organisation, yep. first couple of things I look at, say, is their annual reports. Ah, uh, okay, And yep. for other organisations that are doing them, there's a disability inclusion action plans. So if basically if they're not accessible, that's to me an indicator that they might need a bit of support. Yeah, got it. Um, what about smaller businesses like the businesses owned by um, our listeners? You know, I, I mean, yes, there there are probably people that that do do annual reports, but the majority are the smaller sort of businesses. So, where would they start? Start the start. Say with your socials. Make yeah. sure that you're putting alt text on images. Make sure that you're describing what's in an image. Say um, there's also using camel case putting capitalizing each word in a hashtag otherwise you'll find say for screen reader users that hashtags will get read all as one word because it can't differentiate between all the words so it will just be this garbled mess that will be harder to understand okay if you add capitalization for each letter in the hashtag yeah that will then be read properly that's that's just one okay um say for websites there is um there's you can get these accessibility overlays which unfortunately sound good but they can be a bit a bit more problematic so it's one way to to try to make your website more accessible would be to use correct headings uh so programs have got their own inbuilt systems that they tag the content so that it gets read properly yeah. So if you're not using that, yeah. then it'll just be it'll just be one long continuous mess, basically. Wow. <laughs> a bit harder to read and navigate. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I'm 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 speaking for myself here. It's it's almost like uh, like where the hell do you start? Like it, I know it's something that that gets to, that does get put further down the priority Ooh. pile um, and it's usually engaging with with people with disabilities, you know, in our businesses that we go, oh, God, you know, we need to address this. Why do you think it keeps getting put down the, the priority pile and more the point, how can we make it easier to mm-hmm. integrate into our businesses? Okay, so, yeah, it definitely gets put in too hard basket. Um it, I know, and it can feel very overwhelming. Like I remember when I first started just going, where do I start? What do I do? Um, yeah. Like, so I totally get it. Convincing other stakeholders can be challenging also. Yeah. Getting the resources, getting the funding, planning the implementation. But the, the one thing the one thing I say is start at the start, like put your foot down, start where you are, and just start implementing even one thing at a time. Basically, if you can if you can solve a pro a problem upstream, then you've got so many less fires. Like if you can ex- if you can implement accessibility at the start, you are saving yourself 
a world of heartache. Like it's yeah, rather than going back and recreating things. It's like if you're updating your, you know, if you're designing your website, if you're updating your the look and feel of your socials, mm. bang, start there. Is start that at the saying? start. Think, yeah. think of it this way. Say if you're, you know, working on a report or something like that. Yeah. A report, you know, say in a, you know, an organisation has got to go through a fair few approval stages. Mm-hmm. Do you imagine getting through all of those and then go, oh, no, no, hang on, uh, we need to change this and this and this and this and this and this and this. Yeah. And getting it, taking all the way back to the start and getting yes. all the stakeholders to then yes. approve those changes. Yes. I can, I know idea. you deal with a lot of government departments and I'm just sitting here going, that that would just be like an absolute bloody nightmare <laughs> fortunately a lot of the businesses <laughs> the business owners that listen to this podcast do not have to yeah. contend with that many layers but I'm also thinking of like work that they deliver to mm. their clients so for example a lot of you know we we have a lot of creatives who who listen to this who are listeners of this podcast who deliver services you know from a I guess like yeah like a, an operational function in businesses as well it, it's something to be mindful in terms of their delivery as well mm. right because mm. they could be delivering to a government department or a massive organization or what have you and um yeah I like what you're saying it's like start at the beginning mm. so look we don't know what we don't know and this is why I wanted to get you on here today was because there are so many people that 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 this is not even a consideration in their business at all so can you share some of the things that you would like service providers and content creators and you know most of us as service providers or you know create content um that we you know things that that you would like us to know when it comes to accessible content Mm. okay so probably first is just be mindful of the diverse range of ways that people can interpret interpret your content Mm -hmm. um don't assume you know your audience um and just yeah and ensure everyone can access the information um there's there is a misconception that pdfs aren't accessible um but again it's that's well depends on how it's been structured. So, you know, PDFs are a great way of keeping that visual. It's one document that everyone can use. Yeah. That's that is it can be done. Mm-hmm. Um and get help. Like it's there's no point banging, you know, your head against a wall trying to figure something out. Um there there's there's help available. Yeah. It's um yeah, it, it it can be really frustrating, and it, even for for us, like with for what I do with you know PDF remediation, you know, so I I can either create documents or fix other people's documents up. There's times when I hit a wall, can't figure out, but thankfully there is other you know there's a bit of a community out there of PDF remediators. It's very nerdy, yeah, um, <laughs> and. We go to each other for help as well. Right. So no one no one knows it all. Everybody's learning. Mm-hmm. But just as long as you're putting one foot in front of the other, just making the effort, it you know, unless you're going somewhere. Yeah, okay. Um and so what what are some things, some really, really simple things that as business owners we could start to implement today to make our content more accessible? 
Okay, so make your template. So if you've got um, if you've got documents that are or publications that are going out, yep. create an accessible template. So mm -hmm. get it at the start. So what we've yep. been talking about. Yeah. Um, using pr programs in built styles. So say in Word, the style yep. ribbon at the top. Yes. That is invaluable. Everything is built into that. Yeah. Um, for say InDesign uh, users. Yep. Using the styles, get to, if you don't use them already, really get to know and use the styles mm -hmm. um, that you can set up in those. Again, what about Canva? Well, with oh, Canva, mm. yeah, sorry about Canva. <laughs> <laughs> I, I because I, I had a I mean this is not <laughs> we didn't talk about this off air but um I had a feeling that you had things to say here <laughs> go it's Canvas Canvas working on it I believe yeah okay uh, but inherently it's or say for for saving for saving PDFs. Yeah. It is a nightmare. Like yeah. it throws so many things out. I've had to remediate a PDF and your report, a Canva generated PDF and your report, and it's it's not fun. Okay, I believe they are working on it. Yeah, uh, but there's there is still a long way to go. Mm, okay. Um. Yeah. So yeah. But then you know, if it's safe, it's going to socials. Just making sure you're adding alt text. Yes. Under images mm -hmm. for for people that that use Microsoft Office a lot. There's a built-in accessibility checker, which you can go. It will tell you issues that have come up in it. Okay. And then tell you how so to. It's fix like it. spell check, but for accessibility. Basically, yes. Wow. Okay. And similar to that, so well, following on from that, the I believe that the checker is actually going to be phased out because uh, Microsoft 365 have brought in an accessibility assess assistant. That I think is starting to roll out, but should be out by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And that is a lot like the spell checker mm -hmm. in that it will very visually flag where there's an issue and will tell you. So it's a lot more integrated. Yep. And it's it's yeah, it's a lot more integrated and just very in your face when you've got it wrong. Yeah. And it will tell you how to fix it. So okay. that's gonna come one way. All right. And I mean, does Google like to does Google have that as well like in, in in terms of like google docs and all of that is I, that available i haven't used to be honest i haven't used google too much but okay. um yeah. i believe it is pretty good uh, okay. as well so yeah look i mean google's done a lot for accessibility mm -hmm. uh you know and they they it seems to be they're very conscious of keep you know keeping it going and just yep. you know, making it easy for everyone so yeah i think they are pretty good Okay, awesome. Kat, thank you for sharing. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with our listeners? Because, you know, obviously I've, I've, I've sort of steered this conversation, but is there anything that I haven't asked you or covered that you would like to share or leave our listeners with? Probably, look, probably a few stats just sort of to reiterate the like why you know why this is important one billion people worldwide have disabilities so that could be visual hearing and cognitive or motor impairments mm -hmm. um in australia over 30 million people have one or more you know chronic eye conditions um over 575,000 are blind or vision impaired in australia alone so yeah. when you think about that yeah that's a lot of your market. Mm -hmm. And if people can't interact with your content, mm. you're going to go somewhere else that yeah. 
that can provide content that they can interact with. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm even finding so, you know, mid to late, I've hit the mid to late 40s. Yeah. My eyesight <laughs> is eyesight. not what it used to be. I'm hearing you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Reading reading nine point font size is yeah. not, you know, is not my favorite thing to do anymore. Like I, I literally can't. So yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't. I think what I want, I guess, from from your, because I see the the quality of your your work, like you know, everything so fantastic, and I think that's what we want to also emphasize is that, like, you know, making things more accessible doesn't necessarily mean making them not look as good. Oh. I think, um, you know, that's you know, it's like, oh, well, what do you mean? I can't have my like swirly, beautiful fonts <laughs> that you know are part of my branding yeah no it's it's it's, well that 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 is one major misconception it just doesn't need to be boring like if you've got if you've got clear visuals so you've got a logical layout you know you contrast colors the colors contrast for your text and graphics um and just say not um if not using color alone to convey information so think of it, say, you know, the the checker, the um, traffic light charts yeah. that people use. You've got yeah. a red dot, a green dot, yellow, orange, whatever. People with colour loom, colour uh, contrast sensitivity, mm. they won't be able to see. It's a lot harder for them to, to tell the difference in between those colours. So that's why I say adding supplementary information that's going to help a lot more people see. I mean, color blindness in men is is a lot higher. I think it's one in twelve. Wow. Okay. Um, men have color blindness, <laughs> and that's you know that's interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> so yeah, look. Besides besides the back end, you know, mm. working with screen readers, yeah. like accessibility benefits everyone. Like yeah. if you do this. For mm. people with disability and the other things, mm. a lot of people that are neurodivergent yeah. use screen readers. Yeah. Because it's it's they it's, find it easier to interpret the information that way. Yeah. So if you if you set this up right, your audience is so much wider. It it benefits everyone. Yeah. And I do, I think because that, you know, I have a lot of clients who work in like the allied health space, for example. And if someone comes into their, you know, it's highly likely, you know, in terms of those statistics that their customers are going to have, you know, be living with some form of disability, mm. um, they need to be inter- be able to interact with. And I think, you know, the word content, I think people think social media, but it's everything that comes out of your business. It's, you know, how to book an appointment through your website. How accessible is it? Like just so having like a bit of a checklist, I suppose, isn't it? To, to oh, you know, yeah. Okay. It's also say so even for um and I've just um recently done some training um for an organization. Um PowerPoint presentations. Yep. So if you're talking, you know, you're presenting Yes. And I've watched a presentation recently um, and, you know, they're like, oh, and here we go and, you know, check this out sort of thing and pointing to the screen. Yeah. But the, it was also supplied, the same file, same video was also supplied as an audio file. So for anyone listening to the audio file, you've got no idea what's on the screen. 
What's been designed? I notice that a lot, like when you're listening to things or people. Yeah, it, it, it's there, there's some reference to something that we can't see. Though, mm. so, um, yeah, and I've probably been guilty of that actually recording this podcast when I'll say because I can see the person speaking, um, but obviously the listeners can't. So yeah, it's mm. just it's being mindful, isn't it? It's just having an awareness. Mm. And and just starting with little things, you know, mm. alt, alt text on your images. If you are updating things to, you know, put it through that filter of how accessible it is. Mm. Um, Kat, thank you so much for sharing. Now I'm going to ask you my question that I ask everyone and I know because you listen to the podcast, you know what's coming. So I like to ask my guests to leave our listeners with a recommendation, something that's going to boost their life or their business, something you've watched read, listen to, or experience. So what is your recommendation? Okay, well, I, I'm, I'm borrowing off you, to be honest. Oh, are you? Um, <laughs> so um, a book called Stolen Focus. Ah, uh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. It's, I'm literally partway through. Um, it is, it, it is mind-bending mm -hmm. the changes that have occurred in our, you know, in our lifetimes. Um, I've got a six-year-old son that I will be, that is growing up in a digital age and and it's been quite eye-opening just to see the effects of what our mobile phones have on, well, the digital age has had on our lives. Um, yeah. So thankfully my phone is no longer glued to my side. I've Honestly, can't work if it's in the room anymore. Wow. Okay. That's great. It's, it's been bizarre. Um, and it's, I've really, and now I'm actually grappling with social media, like, you know, my own social <laughs> media that I just don't feel, I don't want to be tethered to it, yeah. you know. It's a, yeah. It is an absolutely eye-opening read and mm. I know that it has been recommended. You're, I think you're the third person that has recommended that book on this podcast and there is a reason for that because it is just, it is life-changing reading and I don't throw that around um, loosely, um, but it really is. So if anyone has not listened uh, listened to or read that book, um, get your hands on a copy um, You and your life will be changed. It really will. So Kat, thank you so much for, for joining me today. Um, how can our listeners get more of you in their life? How can they find out more about, about how you can help them be mindful of this. Okay, so um, I so I've got email uh, website which is kc and to the graphics bandwagon .au. Uh, I'm on Instagram at kc and the graphics bandwagon. Uh, LinkedIn, I'm just under Catherine Collins, so K A T H R Y N Collins. Yep. Um, and I've also got Accessorized, uh, which is a fortnightly newsletter with basically it's a blog and tips and tricks on how to how to help with accessibility. So. Amazing. And that is a really great newsletter, which I receive. And yeah, you always share gold nuggets. And it's a quick one too. It's not a, you know, we're not reading pages and pages and pages of information. Yeah. It's for, and, it, and it looks fun and fabulous as well. So Kat, thank, thank you, you so much for sharing. I know that this is going to make a lot of our listeners really think about how accessible 
their content and everything that they're putting out into the world is. So thanks for your time. Oh, thank you too, Michelle. No, it's been wonderful. Always love hearing you.